Time for business. Kate Moody joins us, started with the news that the president of the World Bank is stepping down early. Mark David Malpass will be leaving his post by the end of this June. Uh, that's about a year before his five-year term would have expired. The reasons for his departure were not made clear. Malpass was appointed by the former U.S. President Donald Trump in 2019. He's overseen the distribution of aid to developing countries, as well as war-torn Ukraine, and just last week, an initial $1.8 billion for Turkey. He has, though, courted controversy. Last year, he declined to say whether he believed human activity contributed to climate change. He later said he had been misunderstood. The World Bank has made the green transition and fighting climate change a key pillar of its mandate. As the World Bank's biggest stakeholder, the U.S. has traditionally named an American to lead the group, while the IMF's managing director is European. That means that President Joe Biden will likely be nominating a replacement for David Malpass in the months to come. The European Union is stepping up financial pressure on Russia ahead of the one-year anniversary of its invasion of Ukraine. The bloc has unveiled a tenth round of sanctions said to be worth 11 billion euros. Oliver Farry has more. As the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine approaches, Brussels is tightening the screw. And to keep up this strong pressure, we are proposing a tenth package of measures, with new trade bans and technology export controls to Russia. This package is worth a total of 11 billion euros. These items targeted include electronics, specialised vehicles, machine parts, spare parts for trucks and jet engines, and dual-use goods such as antennas and cranes that might be supplied to the construction industry but put to military use. Nine previous rounds of sanctions have been imposed on Moscow since its invasion of Ukraine a year ago. As a result, many Western businesses have pulled out of Russia and European countries have had to scramble to find alternative energy supplies to Russian oil and gas. Russia's economy contracted by 4% in 2022, but it has managed in some cases to skirt the sanctions by increasing energy exports to other markets such as China and India. Since 2014, the EU has sanctioned 1,386 individuals and 171 entities based in or related to Russia. Now it wants to add more. I am submitting to the Council a list of proposals to sanctions for almost 100 additional individuals and entities for their role in undermining sovereignty and territorial integrity of Ukraine. The sanctions have also targeted another state actor, Iran, whose Shahid drones have been used to devastating effect by Russia to attack Ukrainian civilians over the past year. Let's check in on the day's trading action now. Wall Street managed to rally from a choppy session uh, to finish in positive territory. The Nasdaq with a three-day winning streak, up just under one percentage point at the closing bell. New data showed retail sales in the U.S. jumped 3% in January, more than expected. Earlier, the FTSE 100 topped 8,000 for the first time in its history in London. Uh, this despite U.K. inflation hovering above 10% in January. The other major European indices also closed higher, the CAC count outperforming up 1.2% in Paris. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has voted to put forward rules that would, in theory, increase protections for investors on cryptocurrencies. 
The proposal would expand the scope of existing oversight of financial or investment advisors so that any client assets, including crypto, would have to be secured with qualified custodians. Those are usually banks or broker-dealers. Regulators around the world are facing growing pressure to protect crypto investors after the collapse of exchange FTX, which saw customers and investors lose billions of dollars worth of assets. I've been speaking to Tim Bian. He's the global government relations officer at the OKX crypto exchange about those looming changes. As a former regulator for 16 years in the U.S., um, regulators learn a lot from debacles and crises. Uh, I think uh, what the SEC has proposed this morning uh, is actually prudent. Uh, I think it will uh, provide additional protections uh, to registered investment advisors' customers, which is a segment of crypto investors. Uh, but from, uh, from OKX's perspective, uh, our business will be fine. We uh, instill uh, confidence and controls to our customers uh, through other uh, strong means as proof of reserves and to ensure that we're not a crypto bank. We're not lending customers' funds uh, externally to, or to other parties as some of the uh, uh, unfortunate uh, institutions that you have spoken about. So uh, it, it does not affect us. Uh, our business is sound, and uh, I think the regulations in the U.S., for the investment community is actually a sound proposal by the SEC. That's all for now. Okay, thank you very much indeed.